Grace and peace in the name of Christ. Amen. One of my colleagues passed me in the hall yesterday and remarked, apropos my speaking in chapel today, that today we were going to hear yet another religion professor talk about his or her uncertain faith. In a way, I suppose that's true. You have had occasion this semester to hear a kind of sideways conversation with a number of us on this topic. But in another important sense, it isn't like that at all. In all our talk about faith, we're not talking as much about our own possibly shaky convictions as much as we are about the difficulty of defining, of getting a grip on something as slippery and ephemeral as faith. In the passage from the Gospel of Mark you just heard read, we hear faith described by Jesus as something lacking in the people around him. A faithless generation, he calls those he lives among, and he blames this faithlessness on what he seems to see as their powerlessness in the face of human weakness and difficulty. All things can be done for the one who believes, he tells the father of what is apparently an epileptic boy. I believe, responds the man in the story, help my unbelief. This is the human condition in microcosm. Jesus holds forth an expectation that is simple but profoundly challenging. And in response, this ordinary man confesses at the same time his ardent desire to meet Jesus' expectation and his despair at not really being able to do so. I believe. Help my unbelief. So what is faith then? And how do we know we have it? To some people, it seems to be a matter of choice. A decision to call some ideas true and others false. A sorting out and sifting of abstract information into two categories. This I will believe and that I will not. In that perspective, faith is sort of like a matter of will, of shaping one's desires into one's own reality. This process through which we can build a mental edifice that both makes sense of the world around us and gives meaning to our lives, this is a process I think in some way we all engage in all our lives. Although it might arguably be especially intense for those who are, during their college years, really wrestling in a specially ardent way to capture a sense of personal meaning and direction in life. But faith is still much more than that. It's more than, than just a kind of rational decision-making, choosing between what seems to us believable and what does not. We have lots of other good words for that process. Reason. Critical thinking, discernment, wisdom, processes and outcomes over which we ourselves are the masters and from which 
we ourselves derive the clarity and reassurance we need to live. But faith is yet more than that. It is that which is always just a bit beyond our ability to choose. It is what lies just beyond our human capabilities for thought. Week after week in chapel, we've been returning in these meditations on faith to that passage at the beginning of chapter 11 of Hebrews, where the writer tells us that faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The power in this statement is that it moves faith into a place we cannot quite get to with the means our bodies and our minds give us. It puts faith just beyond our grasp. Even if we stand on a ladder and reach with a stick, it puts faith in the realm of what lies ahead and what lies beyond, of things still hoped for and things not yet seen. It makes faith our connection to something that is not yet ours completely, something we cannot yet perceive, tantalizingly beyond our reach. To use what some might find a a slightly risky analogy from the physical world, let me say that faith in this regard might be something like a mirage. Always out ahead of us on the road, receding further away as we advance toward it, staying in that place where it always is, never something that we can catch up with. And like a mirage, it can appear to us to be something that it isn't. We dismiss mirages as illusory, we use it as a term to describe something that isn't real, because of what it looks like, but is not. A mirage looks like a distant pool of water, and it isn't. But it is nonetheless real. It is a phenomenon that we can observe individually or collectively. It's something we can capture on film. It's real. It just isn't what it looks like, water. Mirages are real in a different way than water is real. And to mistake the one for the other could be, I suppose, in a real desert, fatal. But mirages don't appear to us because we are thirsty, but because light rays have bent in a way that makes them visible to us. That's why I think in this lesson from Mark, Jesus speaks of faith the way he does when he says that all things can be done for the one who believes. Not that faith is some kind of superpower that we can cultivate or wish for ourselves, something that enables us and gives us special abilities to see beyond the horizon or control the forces of nature, but as something that helps us see the world around us better, that establishes a context for our lives, that gets us ready to understand that there are things, that there will always be things that lie beyond our knowing in the usual ways. In this understanding, faith is not our goal or our destination or our prize, but instead the means, the path, the light that shines forward ahead of us 
making our next steps clear and pushing the horizon back, but never taking it away, never taking away the dimension of the unknown. No matter how strong a beam may shine in the night, it doesn't take away the darkness. It only makes a hole in it for us to move forward in. Just as a searchlight, no matter how strong, doesn't take away the night, faith doesn't move us beyond human knowledge. It just reduces our fear of the dark and of the unknown. Some of us indeed get pretty caught up in trying to find and describe the edges of that hole, that hole in human darkness that the light of faith creates. We're the theologians. We chase forward to the edges of the light only to find it slip away as we discover that our vision becomes less and less clear the farther we get from the source of the light. And most of the time, we all just live here, here where the light is already strong, in the world of our senses and perceptions, knowing that this bright, warm spot is where we belong and where our lives and vocations will be lived out here, here in the midst of the known, between the known and the unknown. The perspective that faith gives us then is not to know everything better than everyone else or to be the winner in some global competition to declare as true things that no one can prove or to be empowered with abilities that defy nature but simply to understand and know that just as there is darkness beyond the light, just as there are limits to our knowing and our willing, there is also something else out there beyond the darkness, hoped for and not yet seen. Even as we stand in the midst of what we can know and see right now in a university dedicated to exploring all the boundaries of knowledge and experience, Faith teaches us that out there beyond the perceived realities, beyond the mirages, both explained and unexplained, beyond our human seeing and knowing, out among the things still hoped for and the things not yet seen, we can be assured and convinced that there is still more. A God who cares for us and calls to us and who is our origin and our destination. Amen.